Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I'm Tanvi Taneja with the Midday News. The headlines. External Affairs Minister says categorically any discussion on Kashmir if at all warranted will only be bilaterally with Pakistan. New Delhi asks Islamabad to provide unimpeded consular access to Kulbushan Jadav. Rajya Sabha passes Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill 2019. Supreme Court says Unnao rape survivor's family may take a call on shifting her to Ames, New Delhi from Lucknow. Flood situation improves in Vadodara, Gujarat and in Badminton. B.S.I. Praneet clashes with Kanta Suniyama of Japan for a place in men's singles semi-finals at the Thailand Open. India has said that any discussion on Kashmir, if at all warranted, will only be with Pakistan and bilaterally. External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar today made this clear to his American counterpart Mike Pompeo in Thailand days after U.S. President Donald Trump had offered to mediate on the Kashmir issue. Mr. Jay Shankar is in the Thailand capital to attend a number of conferences, including the ASEAN-India Ministerial Meeting, the 9th East Asia Summit Foreign Ministers Meeting, the 26th ASEAN Regional Forum, and the 10th Mekong-Ganga Cooperation Ministerial Meeting. He met U.S. Secretary of State Pompeo on the sidelines of the second day of the 9th East Asia Summit Foreign Ministers Meet in Bangkok. This was the first official meeting between the top two officials after President Trump's controversial comments on him mediating between India and Pakistan over the Kashmir issue. Mr. Jashankar also held a series of bilateral meetings in Bangkok with his counterparts from Vietnam, Sri Lanka, Mongolia and Timor-Leste during which he discussed a host of key issues, including the fight against terrorism. After meeting with his Vietnamese counterpart, he tweeted that strong traditional friendship stands reaffirmed. He also reiterated India's strong support in the fight against terrorism with Sri Lanka, which saw the country's worst terror attack on Easter Sunday. The foreign minister also had a cordial conversation with foreign minister of Timor-Leste, where both sides agreed to step up engagement across all sectors. He also discussed a range of issues of mutual interest with his Mongolian counterpart, Damdeen Sogdopar. Mr. Jayshankar is in the Thailand capital to attend a number of conferences, including the ASEAN-India Ministerial Meeting, the 9th East Asia Summit Foreign Ministers Meeting, the 26th ASEAN Regional Forum and the 10th Mekong-Ganga Cooperation Ministerial Meeting. At least two small bomb explosions rattled the capital Bangkok today, leaving two people wounded. The city is hosting a number of conferences, including the ASEAN-India Ministerial Meetings. The bombings took place just before a keynote speech by U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who has joined the Southeast Asian Foreign Ministers' Meeting. Prime Minister Prayut chan has ordered an immediate investigation. The Thai government spokeswoman said security measures have been tightened. India has asked Pakistan to provide unimpeded consular access to its national Kulbushan Jadav. Sources in the External Affairs Ministry said today that New Delhi has asked Islamabad that the consular access should be provided in an environment free from the fear of intimidation and reprisal in the light of the orders of the International Court of Justice. 
Pakistan's response on, response on this is now awaited. Parliament has passed the Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill 2019 with the Rajya Sabha approving it today. The Lok Sabha had already passed the bill. The bill was passed with 147 members voting in favour of the bill and 42 against. The bill seeks to further amend the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act 1967. The salient features of the bill from our correspondent. The Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill 2019 empowers the central government to designate individuals as terrorists if the person commits or participates in acts of terrorism, prepares for terrorism, promotes terrorism or is otherwise involved in terrorism. Earlier, the government could only designate organizations and not individuals as terrorists. It also empowers the Director General of National Investigation Agency to grant approval of seizure or attachment of property when the case is investigated by the agency. The bill additionally empowers the officers of NIA of the rank of inspector or above to investigate cases. Suparna Saitya, AIR News, Delhi. Replying to discussion on the bill, Home Minister Amit Shah reiterated the NDA government's commitment to fight against terrorism. He said there is a need to speak in one voice against terrorism. Referring to some members' objection to naming individuals as a terrorist, Mr. Shah said, Countries like U.S., Pakistan and China also have similar provisions to name an individual as a terrorist. He emphatically said, a terrorist does not belong to any religion and the law should be amended along with time. The minister also hit out at the Congress for raising apprehension of misuse of the legislation, saying the main opposition party does not have rights to talk on the issue as it has been misusing laws. The House also negated amendments moved by the DMK and the CPIM to send the bill to the Select Committee. Earlier, participating in the debate, the Congress had objected to some of the provisions of the bill, saying they are unconstitutional and against individual liberty. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts. The Supreme Court on Friday said the Unnav rape survivor's family is at the liberty to take a call on shifting her to Ames in New Delhi from the Lucknow Hospital where she is undergoing treatment following a road accident in Uttar Pradesh's Raibareli district. The Apex Court took note of a statement made by senior advocate V. Gire that the rape survivor is unconscious and is on ventilator and her family has expressed that she be treated at the Lucknow Hospital for the time being. Giri is assisting the court as amicus curiae in the matter. The bench also comprising Justices Deepak Gupta and Aniruddha Bose was informed that the lawyer who was injured along with the rape survivor in the accident was taken off ventilator but his condition is still critical. His father was indecisive on him being shifted to Delhi. The bench gave liberty to the family of the victim and the lawyer saying they can approach the Supreme Court's Secretary-General if at any point they would like to shift them to Ames in New Delhi. It also directed shifting of the rape victim's uncle from the Raibareli jail to Tehar jail and deferred the matter for further orders on Monday. The Apex Court also directed all media houses not to disclose the identity of the victim directly, indirectly or in any manner. The CBI today produced the cleaner and driver of the truck involved in Raibareli accident, 
in the CBI court in Lucknow. CBI asked for the police remand of both. The CBI team is likely to take both to the accident site in Raibareli for further investigation after getting their custody. Meanwhile, as per the King George's Medical University, the condition of both the injured remains critical but stable. The Unav rave survivor is still on ventilator and is having complaints of fever since last night, although the lawyer of the girl has been removed from the ventilator support. As per the directions of the Supreme Court, personnel of Central Reserve Police Force have taken charge of security at the residence of the rape survivor in Maki village in Unav. In Gujarat, flood situation improves in flood-affected areas of Vadodara city. Water has started receding in many areas. However, the worst affected summer area of the city is still waterlogged. Rainfall has also subsided and water level in Vishwamitri River passing through the city is also declining. Markets have also opened in many areas following improvement in the flood situation. More from our correspondent. Chief Minister Vijay Rupani has announced that Rs 4 lakh compensation will be given to the kin of each victim killed due to flood. He also announced cash dollars payment for three days to all affected people who had been shifted due to flood waters. Chief Minister said that government will also give the case assistance for damage to the household things during the flood. Meanwhile, authorities have started cleanliness drive with the help of people where water receded. Electric supply has been restored in most parts of the city. Yogesh Pandya, Air News, Ahmedabad. And in good news, the flag of Beti Bachao Beti Padao campaign is soon to fly on top of Mount Elbrus of Russia. The brand ambassador of the campaign and first woman mountaineer of Madhya Pradesh who scaled Mount Everest, Megha Parmar, will leave from India to Russia for mountaineering today. Megha told AIR News that she will start her campaign after a week's preparation. More from our correspondent. Mount Elbrus is the 18,510 feet high mountain in Caucasus mountain range in southern Russia. It could be considered the highest mountain in Europe. Talking to AIR, Mega said that this mountain is also as difficult as Mount Everest. Mega is climbing Mount Elbrus with the Beti Bachao Beti Padhao flag because she wants to send a message across the parents to have faith in daughters. I was in the village and when I came out, I thought that if I was in the village, I would be motivated with other girls. And this heart doesn't mean that we don't want anything. We want more. Mega has emerged as a new source of inspiration for daughters. Mega's success will surely motivate our daughters to move forward and achieve their goals. Sanjeev Sharma, AIR News, Bhopal. Beti Bachao Beti Padao has been one of the pioneering initiatives of the NDA government under the dynamic leadership of Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The Prime Minister has thanked the people of Tripura for their unwavering faith in BJP and blessing the party in the Panchayat elections. In a series of tweets, Mr Modi said the transformative work in Tripura's rural areas is positively impacting many lives. He urged party workers from other states to interact with BJP workers from Tripura. He noted that the BJP's repeated success in the state demonstrates the power of development politics and democratic temperament. He added that, that it also shows that everything is possible with the right effort. BJP MPs from West Bengal today held a protest in front of Mahatma Gandhi's statue in Parliament complex over law and order situation in the state. They were holding placards and shouting slogans against the West Bengal government. Left parties also protested against the amendments in labor laws and against 
corporate appeasement. President Ramnath Kovind will hold talks with his Guinea counterpart, Alpha Conde, in the capital Conakry today. Both the presidents are expected to review the entire gamut of bilateral relations and discuss issues of mutual interest. Various agreements are also likely to be signed after the talks. Mr. Kovind reached Conakry last evening on the third and the last leg of his three West African nations visit. Our correspondent covering the president's visit has filed this report. Guinea is one of the largest producers of bauxite in the world. Also, it has large deposit of gold and diamonds. The president will today hold talks with leadership of Guinea to strengthen ties in key sectors. During the visit, Mr. Kovind will also be conferred with the National Order of Merit. It is the highest award of the Republic of Guinea by the President Alpha Conde. Tomorrow, he will attend an Indian community event before concluding the visit. Samir Verma, AIR News, Konakri, Guinea. In business news, the domestic equity benchmarks today witnessed marginal gains in afternoon trade. The Sensex and the Nifty both climbed, even as global stocks were down heavily. The Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange was up 22 points to trade at 37,040. The Nifty at the National Stock Exchange also added 6 points to trade at 10,986. However, the rupee at the forex market plunged 53 paise to around 69 rupees and 58 paise against the US dollar in afternoon deals. On to sports news. In badminton, B. Sai Praneet will face Kanta Suneyama of Japan in the men's singles quarterfinals of the Thailand Open in Bangkok today. Praneet stormed into the last eight, defeating compatriot Shubhankar Day 21-18-21-19. He's the lone Indian left in the singles event of the tournament. In the men's doubles event, the pair of Satvik Sairaj Rankireddy and Chirag Shetty will also play their quarterfinal match today. And now, before we end the bulletin, here are the headlines once again. External Affairs Minister says categorically, any discussion on Kashmir, if at all warranted, will only be bilaterally with Pakistan. New Delhi asks Islamabad to provide unimpeded consular access to Kulbushan Jadav. Rajya Sabha passes Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill 2019. Supreme Court says... Unav rape survivor's family may take a call on shifting her to Ames, New Delhi from Lucknow. Flood situation improves in Vadodara, Gujarat. And in badminton, B. Sai Praneet clashes with Kanta Suneyama of Japan for a place in the men's singles semi-finals at the Thailand Open. And with that, we end the midday news. <laughs> 